Forgive me, Father, for I've 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 sinned. It's been well, I don't really I don't rightly know how long it's been since my last confession, but it's been it's been a while. That's quite alright, my son, but What what did you do? I don't really want to go into it. Well, I I have to say it's not gonna be a very good confession if you don't confess anything. I I think it's enough. I think God will understand that I'm just very sad and I regret whatever it was. I don't really think that's going to fly. The thing about the Lord is he's very into specific details. And I can't really tell you how many Hail Marys or Our Fathers or whatever to say. You don't tell me exactly what you did. I've got a, you know, I've got a chart. I've got a, I've got a consultant. I don't know what you did. I don't know how to read the chart. What's, what's the thing that gives you the most Hail Marys? The most Hail Marys? Yeah. Like, what's the most Hail Marys you've ever given out? Well, I would say, well, I had, I had a guy have to do 70 of them. Who was that? What did he do? Well, I can't tell you who it was. Why not? Well, it's, this is meant to be a safe place. What do you do? Well, I don't. I don't feel too comfortable telling you that either. Here's the thing: if you tell me what it was that required seventy hail marys, then I can tell you if I think I deserve an equivalent number of hail marys. All right. Well, what he did was. Do you know how at the end of uh, sometimes you get right down to the end of of a bottle of dishwashing liquid, and and you decide, oh well, you know. There's a little bit in there, and what I'll do is I'll I'll put some water in it and shake it up, and that's probably good for two or three more uses. Yeah, right, I, I do that all the time. All right, well, this fella didn't do that. Oh, he just threw it away. Like, there was a good millimeter left of dish liquid, and he got rid of it. And that got, and that's the worst thing you've ever heard. It's about the worst thing I've ever heard. I, it's, I told, it's kind of maybe the worst thing I can imagine doing. Oh. Alright. What... What if someone came in and they had... Killed... Killed? Killed. I'm not familiar with that word. Like... Make dead. Make dead? Yeah. Like, made something not be alive anymore. That sounds terrible. Is that... Is that happening a lot? Uh, at least one time that I know of, yes. Alright, well... I don't know, I'd probably have to rewrite... I'd have to rewrite my whole chart. To ta- I mean, that would it kind of throws off my whole... My curve. Is this the only kind of... Like, whatever kind of things that people do? Well, sometimes they'll steal. Oh, but you're not meant to? Yeah, I know, but people will do it. Well, that's weird. I was pretty sure that Moses... Laid all that stuff down and then it just stopped. No, there's all that stuff still happening. The Dalton? Yeah. Again, at least once that I know of. Do you not pay do you not go outside and see this what's happening? No, I stay inside the church. I figured everything's okay. People come in, they tell me sometimes they're not being economical in their usage of dish liquid and other household liquids, but That's about it. I figured everything was pretty much okay. Oh. Um. 
I'm just gonna do a tithing. I'm just gonna do a tithing. Oh, that's all right then. Okay. How much should I make? Uh, just how bad do you feel? Pretty, pretty bad. I will just like keep adding zeros to the check until you feel like you might go to heaven. All right. No matter if the check bounces or no, it's fine. It's the thought that counts. God, God understands. God gets it. He's cool. All right. Well, thank you. God bless. Welcome back to Cult of Sexuality, weekly call-in show where members of the public can read out their erotic fan fiction detailing imagined illicit encounters with their favorite celebrities. Caller number one, you are calling in from Indianapolis, Indiana. What gets you going? It was a dark and stormy night. I was sitting upon my ottoman reading through the collected words of Dave Barry, noted humorist. As I chuckled to myself, as I often do when I read through the works of David Barry, as he is a very funny man, there came a knock on the door. I ignored it as I was so engrossed in David Barry and his musings. The knock became louder, but I was steadfast in my resolve. I, I refused to get up. The knock became more insistent, but again, I was reading Dave Barry. I really like Dave Barry, and nothing was going to stop me. I think that should be clear at this point in the story. I, I think it's very important for me to set that up about my character, but it is a main thing that I do really like David Barry. Soon I could ignore the knocking no longer, but unwilling to get up, I simply called out, Who's there? A voice answered, a stately voice from the other side of the door answered, It's Ellen. I did not know any Ellen, so I continued reading. But the knocking continued until it became so incessant that I could no longer ignore it. I stood up to answer the door, but as if, as if the patience of both me and this Ellen on the other side of the door were somehow linked, the second I stood up to answer the door, the door was thrust open. This Ellen burst in. It was Ellen burst in. I whispered, Hello, Ellen. I'm bursting. And then we had sex. That was a very sexually charged story about Ellen Burstyn. If you need to look her up, I'll wait. It's worth your time. Caller number two. You are calling in from Columbus, Ohio. A lot of Midwest callers tonight. How's your Middle West? 
I had always wanted to meet my idol, Rob Lowe. So when Rob Lowe announced that he was coming to the Ohio State Fair, I jumped at the chance. I put on my fanciest negligee, and then under that, I put on my fanciest dress. Then over that, I put on another dress. So two dresses sandwiched around a negligee, my signature look that no man can resist. When I got to the Ohio State Fair, I realized that I hadn't brought my purse. I would have to busk in order to get enough money to get in. Luckily, I am an accomplished songstress. My songs delighted the crowd, and soon such a gathering showed up around me that there was no real need to go into the state fair. The state fair had come to me to hear all of my songs. Rob Lowe, passing by in his helicopter limousine, looked out and said, Oh, what is this? This must be the state fair that I am meant to go to and dazzle everyone with my charming ways. He got out, and from across the crowd, our eyes met. It was then that I knew that Rob Lowe had come to give me the good times. And he did. Everyone's fantasy boy, Rob Lowe. Tickling the ivory. That's a piano reference. The reader didn't explicitly mention that she played piano while singing, but I decided to infer it's about the death of the author you know their intent really doesn't matter anymore now it's more about us as readers and what we read into it and i read in that uh, there was a piano caller number three you are calling in from kentucky which is just a state and indeed a state of mind I had always been a bit overweight growing up, so when I got into college, I decided I would spend the summer before working out and making my body look good. I wanted to have at least a four-pack, if not a six-pack or eight-pack or, you know, whatever else I could get. I just wanted lines all over my body that maybe a lady would like to trace with her fingertip. And that could be kind of a foreplay or interlude before doing some other kind of sexual thing. I don't have a lot of experience in sexual stuff, so it was all very theoretical. My workouts generally took me up the mountain passes where I would pass various mountain folk. I noticed that one of the mountain folk looked quite a bit like the famous folk singer Jewel. Day after day I would pass this quasi-jewel, this jewel ganger, until I slowly came to realize that, oh you know what, that is just the real Jewel. So I said hi to her. I said hi, Jewel, and she said, <laughs> Jewel had suffered an accident that made it hard for her to talk. She was in the mountains recovering. She told me, 
I thought that was very interesting. Later, me and Jewel spent some quality time in her shack. When I accidentally spilled her sarsaparilla, she bent over to clean it. I got a very good look at the area just above her lower back, but below her upper back. I guess you'd call it the middle of her back. I thought it was very nice, so I said, Hey Jewel, I like the middle of your back. She said, I had never been so turned on in my life. I decided to take off my clothes then and there. I figured that was the gentlemanly thing to do. First I take off mine, then she can take off hers if she decides to also, or her reaction to me taking my clothes off will tell me I have overstepped my bounds and must leave. Her reaction was pretty good. She kept on cleaning up the wine and mostly ignored me. Later, when it was time for me to leave, I thought, I should probably put my clothes back on, but she stopped me. She put her hand on my hand as I reached for my belt. She seemed to say with her eyes, Hey, you're not going to need those anymore. You are going to be my love slave in my shack. I'm Jewel, the singer. That was a very abruptly ending story about singer-songwriter Jewel. Notable for living in a van and playing the guitar. Two things that many people have done, but few have done quite as well. Caller number four, you are calling in from Tallahassee. Excuse me, that was a burp. Tallahassee makes me gassy. I didn't even plan that. So, I've never been good with words, but I have to say that the most beautiful woman I've ever seen is Gates McFadden. You might know her as Dr. Beverly Crusher from Star Trek The Next Generation. Gates, if I may call you that, you have the most beautiful hair and a face like a school teacher, or maybe a nurse, or maybe a civil servant. The point is, you you make about 30k a year. That is what your face looks like. You also look like you probably have a pension. So, I would just like it if you could maybe return my phone calls sometimes. Uh, I looked up everyone with the last name McFadden and I called all of them. I left identical messages. I assumed I would get nowhere by looking for Gates McFadden because it sounds like a made up name. Um, yeah, so you were, you were, you were middle, you were middle class worker with a made up name. And I love you. And, uh, is this, is this how you write a story? There's no wrong way to write a story. Okay, well that, that sounds pretty vague. Nothing is so vague as our sensuality. I 
I just came, did you? I've been coming the whole time. And I'm finished. Uh, thank you for calling in, tuning in, following along with cult of sexuality. We'll see you next time. Stay sleek. Stay smooth. Swear.